Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we have another spooky story. That's right. This one's called Rabbit Sebastian and the Ghost of Pickle Park. Written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we jump into the story, we just want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast and to write us a review. And tell your friends about us. And follow us on Instagram at George. And I think that's it. Let's go ahead and jump into that spooky story now. Rabbit Sebastian and the Ghost of Pickle Park Once upon a time, Koozie George and all of his friends were gathered at his house for a spooky party. They were having a great time, and now they were telling some pretty spooky stories. In fact, Rabbit Sebastian was just about to tell his own spooky story. Well, you guys know I'm not one to believe in ghost stories, began Rabbit. I've always believed that there's a reasonable explanation for everything. But that all changed one night when I encountered the ghost of Pickle Park. All the friends leaned in a little closer to hear the story and to better feel the warmth of the burning fire. Koozie and I were walking home together from a Halloween costume party last year. I was dressed up as a compass and Koozie was a banana. Hey, not just any banana. I was a banana eating a banana, said Koozie. Oh, yeah, that's right, said Rabbit. Ha! I remember that. You even smelled like a banana, Koozie, said Chip the Bear. The group chuckled a little bit as they remembered the events from last year's costume party. Finally, Rabbit Sebastian continued telling the story. So we were on our way home, and we were both in the mood to continue in the spirit of spookiness. And we decided to take the long way home and walk through Pickle Park. Now, you guys remember that we decorated Pickle Park with lights and cobwebs and ghosts and stuff, right? Well, that's why Koozie and I wanted to walk through it. Because it would be super spooky. We took a couple steps into the park, but then Koozie said he had to go to the bathroom. Hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go, said Koozie in his defense. Yeah, I guess so. But I was looking forward to going through the spooky park but when you left, Koozie, I decided to go through the park all by myself. Oh my goodness, said Cracker Jack suddenly. Wait, you still went through it? Wow, said Koozie. Yep, I still went in, and that's when it happened. It was easy at first. All of the big trees were lined with lights, so it's not like it was super dark. But still, the whole area was very, very creepy. I was getting scared, and the only thing I could do was walk slowly through. I knew if I started to run, it would only make me even more scared. And I knew I couldn't turn around and go back out the way I came. Turning around in a creepy place like that would just be too scary. I just needed to turn the next corner on the path, and then I could see the other side of the park. I passed the cobwebs of giant black spiders. 
I knew they were just plastic decorations, but that didn't really help me not be scared. I walked by all the bats and the ghosts. The creepy lights were doing a very good job of making everything look so creepy and real. I was the one who put that ghost there, I thought to myself. I know it's not real, but it only helped me keep taking slow steps towards the other end of the park. Finally, I was getting close to the next corner. I was almost out of this horrible place. But then, all the lights in the whole park suddenly went out. <gasps> there was a gasp around the campfire. Everyone was thinking what it would be like to be in that creepy place and have all the lights go out. I froze. I didn't know what to do, and I couldn't see anything around me. My eyes were still adjusting to the darkness. It felt like time had stopped. I don't know how long it actually was before my eyes adjusted, but it was the most unpleasant feeling ever, and it felt like it took forever. Finally, I could barely see the shapes of the trees and some of the spooky decorations. They looked even spookier than they did in the lights. I tried to move my legs, but I was still scared stiff. I had to work up the courage to keep going. Why did I come in here by myself? I thought to myself. Then I heard a noise behind me. It sounded like footsteps. Thump, thump, thump. I jumped around to see what it was, but I couldn't see anything. Then I heard another sound over to my right. It was like a squeaky metal door opening. And then another sound behind me now, which sounded like footsteps, only this time whatever it was was dragging something on the ground. I turned around and twisted my head back and forth searching for anything coming out of the dark, but it was only noise. Finally, I turned myself toward what seemed like the right direction and took a couple of steps forward. And then I heard the trees moving. It was hard to tell which way the sound was coming from, but it seemed like something was in the trees moving around super fast. Suddenly, I saw a ghostly white light far to my left. As soon as I saw it, I crouched down quickly to hide. I held my breath, hoping that whatever it was didn't see me. After a few seconds, I slowly lifted my head to take a peek. The light was floating around up in the trees. I watched as the ghostly light went high up into the trees and then it came back down to the ground. I didn't want to stick around to find out what that thing was, so I started crawling towards the other end of the park. As I crawled, I could hear the ghost making noises in the trees and making low growling noises. I've never heard ghosts making noise like that before. In fact, I never heard or seen a ghost ever in my life before. I was scared and I had to muster all my strength and courage to keep crawling and keep crawling. Then I heard a giant crash. I froze. The trees were shaking and the ghost light was shaking in the air. As I watched, the ghost flew up high and then crashed down into the ground and was gone. Whoa, said Hula Cats. No, sir. I would not like to be there, said Breaker Dan. I thought the same thing too, said Rabbit. 
The ghost must have gone down into the earth, and I can just imagine that it would spring up right in front of me. I had to keep moving. I had to get out of there. I stood up, but not all the way. I was so hunched over I was almost touching the ground with my arms. I walked as quietly as I could, looking all around for any sign of the ghost. As I walked, it started to get even more creepy. All the lights in the park started flickering on and off. It was wild, and I couldn't help but stand up all the way and start running as fast as I could. I bumped into a tree with a witch's face on it. I moved out of the way and got stuck in a bunch of spooky spider cobwebs. The spiders were alive and started attacking me. I struggled free, but then I fell down and came face to face with an ugly ogre face on a tombstone. Oh man, I screamed so loud and punched that ogre right in the face with all my might. I had to get out of there. I picked myself up and continued running for the other end of the park. The lights were still flickering and the trees were all shaking and the ghost was back. I could see it far to my right, moving along with me, almost as if it was following me. I had to beat it to the other exit or else, or else, I wasn't really sure what would happen if it caught me, but I couldn't let that happen. The lights in the trees flickered for the last time and then went completely out again. The ghost was moving as fast as I was and almost catching up. I ran as fast as I could. Then I saw the exit. I saw the street at the end of the park and all the lights were working and I could even see people walking home from the costume party. I looked behind me one last time to see and the ghost light had stopped and was now floating up high in the tallest tree. But then, while I was turned around, I tripped over a red wagon with tools in it. I was so close to the exit, I just crawled as fast as I could until I reached the sidewalk. People were passing by as I stood up, but they had no idea the horror I had just been through. I was saved. I made it through Pickle Park, and the ghost didn't catch me. Hey, uh, you said a red wagon with tools in it? Asked Chip the bear. Yeah, I don't know where it came from, but it was almost like the ghost put it there to block my way out, replied Rabbit. Actually, the ghost didn't put it there. I did. Everyone looked straight at Chip the bear. Rabbit Sebastian had his mouth wide open, but couldn't think of anything to say. Wait a minute said Koozie finally. You put it there, Chip? You were helping the ghost? No, no, no. I was the ghost, said Chip. Everyone jumped back. Hula Cat screamed. Ah! So did Rabbit Sebastian. Ah! Koozie grabbed a stick to defend himself. Okay, hang on, you guys, said Chip, holding up his hands. I'm not a ghost. But that was me at the park that night. Koozie stabbed his little stick towards Chip and said, Explain yourself. Well, I was there at the costume party along with everyone else. I was cleaning up afterwards when I got a call that the lights at Pickle Park had gone out. I grabbed my toolbox wagon and went to go check it out. There was some sort of break in the chain of lights, so... I had to get the ladder from the shed to get up into the trees. That must have been the squeaky door sound I heard, said Rabbit. Everyone took a little step back. 
This explanation was turning into its own little story. Chip continued. Well, because it was so dark, I had to use my flashlight to see what I was doing. That must have been the ghost light you saw, Rabbit. And because I was working on all the lights in the trees, it made all the trees shake around. Whoa, so it was you in the park, said Rabbit, still thinking hard about that night. But what about those decorations coming alive and attacking me? You know, I remember wondering to myself back then who had come through and destroyed half the decorations in the park. Someone had punched that ogre face clean off, and all the spiders and cobwebs were bunched up on the floor. It took me a while to put it all back together. Oh, sorry. I guess that was me, said Rabbit shyly. That explains a whole lot, said Chip. And you know what? If I'm being completely honest, I was totally freaked out at the park that night. Even though I had a flashlight, I could hear you moving around, but I couldn't see you, and it gave me the willies. You scared me too, Rabbit Sebastian. <laughs> Everyone laughed as they realized it was only Chip the Bear fixing the lights. It wasn't a ghost at all. But that didn't really stop them from telling the story for many years to come. In fact, the ghost of Pickle Park became a pretty popular spooky story, and it made the park a little bit famous. People came from all around to see the spooky park from the legendary ghost story. Koozie George and all his friends knew the real story behind it all, but it was still a fun spooky story to tell. And speaking of telling spooky stories, all the friends back at the campfire looked around the circle to see who would go next. To be continued. Wow, that was so much fun. I hope you didn't get too scared. Sometimes getting scared doesn't feel very good. And if you are a little bit scared, you can always talk to your parents or a friend about it. Talking about how you feel is a good idea, especially if you're feeling scared. Well, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share us on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure to join us next time as we continue with some more spooky stories. Goodbye.